A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Hey guys, welcome back to Swiftish. This is Shelby. And this is Ashley. And boy, oh boy, do we have oh, an episode for you. <laughs> we do. And unfortunately, like we've we've covered episodes like this before, and we I always stay at the beginning saying, I wish we didn't have to cover this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like no one wants to have to I mean, yes, it it's it's juicy news and it's yeah, you I mean, know it's good it's good podcast it's, information. <laughs> yeah, it's good fodder. But as we know, Taylor Swift released her statement this weekend. Oh, mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. it's all, it's a lot of a lot of a lot. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sad news, but I mean, we'll get into that. We didn't know exactly where this episode would go because there was a lot of rumors, a lot of possible news stories, new yeah. songs to cover. Um, but before we jump into that, I mean, this is Swiftish. Have people been, have we gotten any new reviews? We love hearing from our fans, so. We we have, and we're so grateful to hear from the fans. Um We'll take a little a little break to for some positivity <laughs> in our life. Uh, so yes. some of our recent reviews um, was one was from Taylor Lovin Ryden. Uh, the only podcast I need. Y'all make my forty to sixty minute commute so entertaining. <laughs> I wish I could listen daily. Yes. Every time I listen to it, it's like I'm having a conversation with the Swifty friends I've never had. Oh, <laughs> so glad I stumbled across your podcast on the Swift Life. Wow. Those were the days. I forgot. What's the Swift Life again? And proud to consider myself an OG listener. Oh, that's like two years ago, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And then Swifty Rose Up 13 says, I love the podcast so much. Shelby and Ashley always dive into everything Taylor and spill the tea and drama. Thank -hmm. you guys for keeping up the hard work. And then Kerr6852 says, I'm so glad there is a place I can listen to in-depth song analysis and Taylor news. The hosts are really <laughs> relatable and I really love hearing their take on song meetings. Well, yes. we came to the right place because not only <laughs> are we going to be talking about the drama, we're also going to be talking about beautiful ghosts today. So we're going to have a little bit of, you know, everything Taylor's given us this past week. Yes. It's going to be lovely. mission statement basically is we definitely... Yeah are here for it all. And I mean, um, it's been sort of a rough week for everyone. I got sick halfway through it, got the flu, and I'm still recovering. Ashley is in the midst of hosting a Friendsgiving and her microphone cord broke, so she might sound a little far away today. (laughs) I know, but I'm not far. I'm right here with you guys. I am. And then not only that, my dog almost attacked another dog yesterday so it's just <laughs> oh, high yeah. emotions everywhere yeah. so I get Taylor right yeah. now I'm like what's going on yeah Ugh. yes but I mean we also do have to talk about some new music we got um before the the darkness of this week I need to calm down yeah <laughs> <laughs> Taylor did release the Lover remix featuring Shawn Mendes, um, which was a thing I don't think anyone asked for, but she gave it and um, we haven't talked about it. Did you like it? No. (laughs) Um, You know, I was. So the day before people were kind of being like, there's going to be that rumor has it spring around Nashville. There's going to be a new Taylor Swift record. And everyone was like, oh my gosh. And they're like, and it's not Cats. And so people are thinking yeah. new album, Christmas album, a whole new different track. And then this released the next day. 
Yeah. Do you think this was it the felt track? Very sudden. I yeah. don't know. That whole like rumor meal was very weird to me because it was one in one Twitter account that I've never heard of who just said, "Ooh, maybe new music, maybe this year." And then suddenly Swifties were like, "Double album theory confirmed. She's going to come out with an entire an entire list of unreleased red cuts." Like I was just like, "Where is this coming from?" And, A Christmas um, album because the yeah. Christmas tree behind um, in the me music and yeah. she's wearing Christmas and Christmas outfit. I think it was in <laughs> China. I don't remember what yeah. she was wearing it last week. Yeah. Um, but that account has like, a, it's like 1.7 million followers or something like yeah. that. So like, yeah. it's a pretty big account. So I understand yeah. where that, that traction came from. Yeah, we'll but the lover, the lovery mix was announced with Sean Mendez. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A, I pulled her. Uh, it's a, what does she call it? A Oh, I know. A, sh- a collaboration. Sh- yeah. A sh- collaboration. <laughs> which I, I'm like, yeah. oh, you're making those grandma jokes, Taylor. I love yeah. it. Um, yeah. So I polled a lot of people on our Instagram, whether they liked it or not. And people were mm-hmm. like, yeah, for sure. I like it. But I lo- um, like no one hated it, hated it. Like they were like, <laughs> ah. But they're like, you know, the Titanic comment kind of some people just didn't like. A lot of people are like, don't mess with perfection. You know, I'll yeah. listen to it once, but it's not going to be on repeat. It, yeah. I just wasn't... didn't think it sounded good. I don't know. Like, I first, Sean sounded very weird, maybe because I'm just used to the original. But it just, he didn't sound good. And also his lyrics were very, very, very simple, which Taylor is a master of making simple lyrics complex lyrics sound simple so like seeing them side by side you're like oh wait this is very like elementary like mm-hmm. like like even just the titanic line like the girl in my story has always been you i'd go down with the titanic it's true like that's just so cliche roses are red violets yeah. are blue i'll go down yeah. with the titanic even for yeah. you <laughs> yeah you know, and but so, he is younger. You know, she yeah. says she loves him as a writer, but like, think about how old is he? He's like in his early twenties. You think about Taylor and her like beginning of her career. So like, you <laughs> know, he does. He does. Yeah. When, <laughs> you know, like women mature faster than men. You're right. You're right. But, but like, he still has some some. You know, <laughs> he has, still has places to yeah. go. And she says she loves yeah. him as a writer. The one thing that I think that I had like a, a problem with was it sounded like they weren't like they obviously weren't recorded together. Like yeah. they had snippets of him and he came in and just, yeah, it didn't like, it sounded very rushed. Like it can't, it, yeah. I don't know. It and did, it did sound rushed. Like, I was sort of like, why lover? Like I get it. Cause it's like a love song. So a duet makes sense, but lover is one of her most well-received tracks. So it didn't need like, yeah. as MTV would say, beefing up. Like I think it really so, stood on its own. And so it was and, weird that she pushed for that. It makes me wonder if she's going to maybe do all of her singles, have a collaborator come in and maybe yeah. that's how she's going to announce or maybe like tease who's going to be in Loverfest. That's my mm. only thought. You know how I love yeah. those weird little yeah, Easter eggs. It it's my only thought because it was so weird. And people were on Twitter being like, oh, if Camilla and Sean ever break up, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to listen to this <laughs> remix ever again. And I was oh. like – Okay, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's very basic lyrics. Like in verse yeah. two, he says, "We could light a bunch of candles and dance around the kitchen, baby. Pictures of when we were young, we could hang on the wall. We'll sit on the stoop. I'll sing love songs to you when we're eighty. See, I finally got you now, honey. I won't let you fall. And then in the bridge, look in my eyes and tell me, 
they will tell you the truth. The girl in the story, we already talked about that. He's going down with Titanic. Like that's something that, <laughs> like that's just something that I, I feel like it's also very reminiscent of like old Taylor Swift songs too. We're dancing around in the kitchen. You know, mm. we're going to be 80. So I just mm. found it sounded very generic to me. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. But, but it's there if you want to listen to it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it did. We'll see if it gets number one, which is maybe what she was pushing for. But I don't I think it did I get number. I I think it went up to. Yeah. No, I went, it went yeah. up to like number one on iTunes, I think. Mm, yeah. Uh, really fast. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe she'll get that number one she says she doesn't want, but... <laughs> <laughs> but she, uh, but, she really does. Yeah, she really does. But in other... Speaking of new music, uh, I feel like yes. all this drama this week really kind of um, overshadowed yes. Beautiful Ghosts. Like, this new Swift co-wrote this song with Andrew Lloyd Webber. And uh, it's supposed to be the answer to memory. So right after uh, memory happens... Mm-hmm. Then you know the younger cat comes in and sings like, yes. the song about like oh at least you have these memories I don't have any of this and Taylor Swift yeah. wrote it with Android Lever and what's interesting is that she said that um, she had to channel T S Eliot yes you know so did you like the song in those days um it it's just so hard. I just saw cats. And Memory yeah. is such a great song. Like, whether or not you like Cats or not, because Cats, to me, I was sitting there being like, I need a gummy or I need some kind of hallucinogen to really enjoy this. <laughs> and I have friends who love Cats. Like, my mm-hmm. friend Joe loves Cats. She will live to, She was so surprised I didn't like it. But I've always been a big fan of Memory. It's such a powerful song. Like, no matter mm-hmm. what, it just you're just memorized by it. Kind of having this, following after Memory just does I don't think that's a great idea um I just saw cats so that's why I'm kind of like I I don't know I know a lot of people are saying that it was kind of like a uh who was it um New York Post said that Taylor Swift's beautiful ghost is a boring memory copycat it's Mm -hmm. also when you think about it uh it's not I would not say that this is like she's not channeling T.S. Eliot. It's yeah. very modern lyrics. You can even pull yeah. from, she she pulls from um, all you wanted it was to be wanted. You know, all yeah. I, she like pulls from her, her 15 lyrics. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, yeah, it's a beautiful song and her 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 vocals are great. Beautiful. I can, yeah. I, it's kind of like I was listening to her, I was listening to her live, but it just definitely, I don't know how it's going to fit into Cats. Because yeah. Cats is very quirky and weird and there's like one ballad that really like pulls everything together and then there's like yeah. quirky songs are all around so yeah i'm not excited for cats i've been honest about that i yeah. think this is going to turn into a hot mess for everyone involved but mm-hmm. i think this i think this song they should have held off on releasing her version until we got the um yeah like actual broadway version or not broadway yeah but the um, movie version the show First, because she has a very strange British accent in this. Chances. And And I was, like, very distracted by it, kind of into it. But, like, ultimately, like, everyone's talking about that more than the song. And I think if you heard this in the strangeness of the Cats musical, that maybe it would blend better and, like, you would have been more forgiving of its 
yeah, kind of its flaws yeah. of just being kind mm-hmm. of generic and cheesy. But it's like, it's an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Like, that is corny. Like, that's, it's cats. It's like about cats wanting to go to cat heaven. Like, it's cheesy. But it's not you know? corny enough for cats. Right. Like, yeah. that's the thing. It's not, it's, it's, a, it's a corny, very, like, modern day song. But it's not it's not whimsical enough for cats. It's not yeah. bizarre enough for cats. Like you have like the macavity, oh, yeah. macavity. Then you go to this. I love, I love the melody. I love, like it just doesn't fit into cats. Yeah. And maybe it does. Maybe it does yeah, when, I, when be, I watch it. To watch it. It was, it was pretty. Her voice, like I loved her voice during the bridge. Yeah, and like she's when she's saying, "And I know this life isn't safe, but it's wild and it's free." It sounded mm-hmm. like something that should, like that lyric sounded like it should be on 1989. Like, but it's just, Taylor, I love you. Yeah, Cats is a weird choice. I think that's what we keep coming back to is it's just, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Like, I think the general public is pretty against the music, the movie in the first place. They're not fans (laughs) of this rendition. Um, The Cats hasn't even, like, released um, to screeners or, like, to critics yet. So people are very worried that it's not going to be a good show. It's missed the deadline for a lot of, like, the Golden Globes and stuff like that. Um, So they're worried that it's kind of going to be a hot mess and that um, this just maybe speaks to that (laughs) coming coming to, you know, fruition. So, yeah, it's sort of interesting, um, an interesting choice. I think she, I think she tried to channel that Broadway, you know, sort of earnestness. I'm not sure if it hit, but I think it's hard to judge without seeing it in the play, you know? Yeah. Vocals were great. If if this song wasn't in Cats, I'd be like, okay, yeah. But (laughs) yeah. Well, Well, until next time, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I might love it when I see it. Yeah, of course. But we're excited to jump into the meat of this episode. It's terrible. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy because last week we were talking about how, you know, things were a little quiet this era. Mm -hmm. It seemed like Taylor had finally been giving us the social content we wanted, posting a lot in Asia and we were like maybe that means something maybe like news is coming there was this rumor that an entire new record would be out but then just like this bomb dropped on like um I guess Thursday right but right after she announced Beautiful Ghost would be um premiering at midnight um later that day she took to Tumblr she posted on Instagram she posted on Twitter um, this big scathing letter to Scooter and Scott about her current situation. And it is sort of a tangled web of legalese and um, uh, he said, she said sort of stuff, but she I basically know. wanted to let us know that, you know, she had been getting ready to perform at the AMAs where she'll be honored for artists of the decade. Yeah. And like it had been rumored, she'd been planning to do a medley of her hits throughout the decade. You know, because mm-hmm. in this decade alone, she's had Red, 1989, so um, yeah. Reputation. Did she have, did Speak Now come out in I 2010? Think, yes, because it was like okay. 2006, Every 2008, 2010. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it would be Speak Now all the way up to up to Yeah, so quite Lover. a few. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, so, so, much. so she said um, that she'd been planning to do this medley. 
And then Scott and Scooter have declined the use of using um, performing her old songs on television because they claim it would be re-recording her music before she's allowed to legally next year. Which is BS. Because yeah. <laughs> she has performed like yes. on air for Amazon. She's performed for uh, Good Morning America. She's performed mm. on... I think The Voice. She's performed in all these Tiny different places. Series. Tiny yeah. Death Series. Like, it's just another way that they're trying to control the narrative on their end and trying to take, I think, just stick it to her. Like, yeah, you're the artist <laughs> of the decade only because uh, like, we signed you. So that's what – it's right. just like they're just trying to take her her fame away from her. Just another one yeah, saying, Ashley's I made getting, that bitch Ashley's famous. getting incensed. Ashley's uh, getting excited. I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves because okay. the know. news gets – richer because then she announces by the way i have been planning a netflix documentary about my life for the last few years which Which, bombshell like yes give that to me now and we all knew that that was news yeah it should have been so exciting but we all like there was little like feelers around that people knew like oh she she recorded in Paris, where's the footage for that? She recorded here. There's been cameras everywhere. Where's all this footage? Where's all this footage? So everyone's been like, you know, there's been excitement brewing up for this. And right. so it's just so sad that this is the way that we hear about it. It's like, it's like, oh, there's something, but are we going to get it now? Are we going to get it in 2020? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So you're saying you knew that this, that, that this documentary oh. was going to be a thing? I didn't know. No, I'm saying people were, were like, we've even talked about it. Like, we've talked yeah, about yeah. how people have been, like, there's been cameras around. It's like, where, right. like, what's going on? Um, yeah. I think Lauren, I think Lauren Lippman actually said something about, um, like, maybe a Netflix documentary. People have been tweeting about, like, mm. I think something's coming up. I think she's going to be recording. She's going to be dropping right. some kind of footage for something. So, no, yeah. I'm not saying that. I knew it all along. I think there's been feelers around. It's been kind of like a buzz around the fandom. She's been recording lots of stuff, whereas a footage, something's happening. And this is how we find out. (laughs) Yeah. Because, again, she was saying, like, yeah, this isn't how I wanted to tell you, but Scott and Scooter have declined the use of my older music in the performance footage, um, even though it doesn't mention them or Big Machine specifically, because it's again going to count as a re-recording. And so mm-hmm. the heart of her letter is basically that they're saying they'll allow her to use these the music in these situations situations if she does these two things. One, she agrees not to re-record copycat versions of her song next year, which she's talked mm-hmm. a lot about. She's excited for, all her fans are excited for. And then also that she and her team stop talking trash about him and Scooter. <laughs> So that was like hmm. the the essence behind this because like Ashley was saying, she has performed past songs without any problem, but it seems like they've dug their heels in and they've seen this as an opportunity to kind of um, bully or strong arm her into agreeing not to do these re-recordings. Obviously, they're scared of her doing this because they have... she. Everyone knows she has such a loyal fan base that the instant she re-releases her old stuff that the big machine re- recordings would become obsolete, basically. Yeah. So one thing that's been, that I think that Taylor really stands by are her fans and their opinions and them just kind of like rallying around her. And so mm-hmm. she does say, like, she asks for our help, which kind of like, because in a lot, <laughs> she shared it on Twitter, she shared it on um 
all these other different platforms and like through screenshots for some of them. And she was like, I just don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like she's just, she's right now at this point of like helplessness is like, she wants to make it aware. And so she's like, Hey, let Scott and Scooter know how you feel about this. You know, Scooter manages so many other artists and she kind of also called them out too. She was like, Mm -hmm. you know, all these other artists, I know that they care about music. They care about every, like the, people in the industry and their right to you know have that passion and own their art and so she's kind of like calling them out so she's calling well she's not calling Justin out because she knows Justin doesn't want to but you have you know (laughs) you have Ariana you have Demi these big voices that could possibly make a change yeah Um, and then she's also like you know like I'm also asking help for the Carlisle group now the Carlisle group they're the people it's like this big I think it's a private equity fund or something Mm -hmm. like that and they put up money for this like 300 million dollars that that sold her masters to Scooter that's where the money came from you know it's just when I saw that like she said I just I don't know what to do I'm yeah her her hands are tied I just just, I just want to be able to perform my own music that's it it yeah, was pretty interesting sad. to read it. Like, what was your first reaction? How did you hear about this? Like, when did you, when did you read it? Like, um, what were your so thoughts? I like, I was on, I think I logged on and I saw like, people like, oh shoot, oh shoot. And I couldn't, and I saw like these screen grabs of mm-hmm. Taylor Swift and there was a lot. And then all of a sudden I got a text message from our friend Leah with both of us. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, poor Taylor Swift. And so like, I was going to see what Taylor put, but then I... It, like basically and it was bad news as soon as I saw Taylor <laughs> I, I saw Leah's text message yeah. <laughs> I was like oh so then I read it and it was just I was like there has to be more to this story we have to like what's going what's going on this is so sad like all this news she's dropping it's just the Netflix documentary yeah. especially that was supposed to be some kind of like exciting big news you know that I'm sure she was just planning on this really interesting way of telling everybody mm-hmm. um I'm also shocked because the Netflix pull, ha, brings a big pull too. So I'm sure, uh, I don't know. I was just at a loss for her. And it, it was really <laughs> nice to see all the fans kind of surrounding her and immediate um, immediate stars kind of like just hopping on the boat, like just really jumping on there. What was your, like, how did you hear about it? Yeah, I mean, like you, I got a text from a couple of people who were like, Taylor Swift, <laughs> I was like in my drug-induced flu haze (laughs) and I was watching a movie with my husband and I like stopped it and he's like what and I was like Taylor Swift just posted and he was like rolling his eyes expecting like a cat photo or something Mm -hmm. and I was like telling him this story and I was like this is wild like first of all this isn't like unheard of for Taylor she definitely writes a lot of letters in her life she first took on Apple with her Apple letter um she did like her political essay about who she was voting for. And then again, when this sale first happened, she did a similar letter where she was distraught and she was like, I just need to be honest. Like this truly hurt me. Scott Borchetta, you betrayed me. Scooter, you're a dirtbag in that sort of (laughs) vein. But this was crazy because it sort of showed the like backhand dealings of these um, companies and just the, the work that goes into strategizing a artist's career. Like you think of Taylor Swift and you think, oh yeah, artist of the decade. She's top of the um, food chain. She's on the top of the pyramid, the, the totem pole. Like she is in control of her career. 
But then you see this and she, as this billionaire, well, millionaire um, artist is having to beg for like attention and help to this problem, which is just something very confusing. It's like, why would they be um, limiting her from doing this? This is so wrong. And immediately on Twitter, um, on all the social media accounts, you see Swifties who are just trying to like process the information and not quite getting the nuance. They're like, you know, like there's a lot going on. And then on top of that, you have non-fans reacting to the headlines and being like, oh, she signed a contract. She should know better. Yeah. But the problem here is like, this isn't about like her issue with wanting her masters. Like she's already talked about that. That was the first letter. Like this is about them using a technicality in this contract to try and Mm -hmm. pressure her into giving them basically a better deal where she'll promise not to re-record. And so yeah, because it that's was, so lucrative to them. They're exactly. getting like, it's all about money to them. It was that it was that $300 million sale. And now it's like, oh, this is something she wants. We're gonna hold it over her head because yeah. if, if she records, that's money that's going away from <laughs> them. Because then she has rights over those those masters to, you know, syndicate them, to send them to movies, to send them here and there. They don't need to go through big machine and Taylor. Yeah just Taylor. I know. It's I think they just totally they were very short-sighted in the original sale. Like Scott should have known that Taylor would react so poorly to Scooter oh, being yeah. the one to own her masters that she would instantly and loudly decide to re-record so that and it's not even like a smaller artist like Jojo re-recorded her albums and it's like as general fans you might not know that but this is Taylor Swift who's mm-hmm. on Good Morning America talking about how she's going to re-record how she doesn't trust Scooter with her how, with her um, artistry and how she's making it a mission to spend 2020 re-recording all her old stuff like this has become a mission statement for her so of course they're like shaking in their boots and trying to find a way to stop her and they mm-hmm. found that the instant they realized like oh she has this huge performance, this huge Netflix documentary. Maybe this is a time to lean in on her and be like, hey, if you want these two things, then you're going to have to play the way we want you to. You have to be the good little girl and shut up. Yeah. That's basically, or, or you're going to be punished. Exactly. It's just sad um, because usually I, I think this te- the, the, this legal terms, this um, th- these are all in basically everybody's contracts. And I was reading somewhere where like, yeah, it's in everyone else's contracts, but even if artists are moving from different labels to different labels, they hardly ever use it like this. So the fact that they're, they're going through the contracts, they're looking for those um, loopholes, I guess, or even just a way to, to really um, own the situation and, you know, what they, you know, manipulate her and to base, mm-hmm. you know, it's just sad that they're not letting her get the credit that she deserves saying that like, she's going to air it on American, like the AMAs and it's going to be a re-recording. It's, it, it's just ridiculous that they're doing that. It's sad. Yeah, <sighs> it's wild. I mean, and it is interesting um, that she's sort of <laughs> set her fans out to create some noise and pressure these artists into making noise. And it'll be interesting to sort of see how it shakes out because Big Machine almost instantly came out with a statement refuting her version of events. They really did. It just, they choose their words carefully. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we've seen this with their, with their, 
um, as their response to her first article about selling him, uh-huh. where she was, they were like, oh, well, actually, she didn't want to even participate in the march for lives. Like, isn't she a bad person? And they just, they use emotional appeals to kind of manipulate their audience to to not yeah. even listen to the facts, but to see them spin it so that Taylor looks like the bad guy for other reasons. So that they yeah, and that she's like distracted. Yeah. And that she's making stuff up because they say at no yeah. point did we say Taylor could not perform at the AMAs or block her Netflix right. special. In fact, we do not have the right to keep her from performing <laughs> live anywhere. Yeah, but they, yeah. they don't bring on the topic that like, yeah, we say that she she can perform if she wants, but they're also like leaving out the the part where but she can't perform the songs that her old songs her yeah. old songs. She has to perform Lover and maybe Beautiful Ghost. She can perform <laughs> that. So it's just they're just like they're twisting right. everything that that it's half that, truths. It's half true. So everything everyone has said that Taylor's done in her career twisted the narrative, you know, mm-hmm. manipulated stuff. This is exactly what they're doing, and this is like the this is proof of what they're doing. I don't think that. Oh, it's just so mad because of course <laughs> everything that they're saying is making her look bad. You know, they're, they're yeah. being calm and they're being rational. Yeah, but they're. They're really not. They're just manipulating their narrative. It's. I know. I hate it. I mean, I think this is something that a lot of people, but also mainly a lot of women can uh, empathize with because I recently got in like a Instagram fight with someone, this guy who was trying to push me on like a, a political question or whatever. And I felt like I couldn't get emotional because then he could just be like, oh, you're being emotional, you know? Are you, and I are think, you on your period, Shelby? Yeah, exactly. So you can just see these, like, the way men are allowed to kind of um, use emotion as a weapon against people, usually women, where they're like, mm-hmm. oh, we're shocked to see Taylor make this comment, like, this is so weird because we've been trying to handle this very privately. And now Mm -hmm. she's, she's being so loud and out about it. And they were like, then they just, they barely spend time on her actual statement, addressing her actual complaints about being able to perform her old music, having her music in her Netflix documentary, being asked to not re-record, being asked to not talk about them. And instead they're like, Oh, actually fun, juicy morsel. Um, Taylor owes us millions of dollars. Like that's Mm-mm. just needs to be said right now for some reason. <laughs> I know it's like, it's affecting 120 hardworking employees. <laughs> yeah. They've helped build her career. I'm like, Ugh. Ugh. yeah. so like they know yeah. what's going to rip, what's going to, what's going to grab headlines. Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. you know, is yeah. outing these 120 <laughs> like American hardworking people out of the money that they've they've helped her. They've built her career. It's yeah. It's just so oh uh, and then they're like, we want we want to find a private and mutually satisfactory <laughs> solution. But she has made the decision yeah. last night to enlist her fan base in a calculated manner that Ooh, greatly yes. affects the safety of our employees and their families. Yes. Oh my gosh. Calculated. Which is very calculated. interesting because Taylor, in her um, Sunday morning interview, said, if a man does something, it's strategic. If a woman does something, it's calculated. And they oh, yeah. literally use that same coded language here where they're like, oh, see, this like villainous woman is ruining the lives of these poor, poor families because she's mm-hmm. such a selfish little brat. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's very hard to read his statements and i don't know why his pr team sucks so bad (laughs) but they like they need someone to help because this is just like so clearly 
leaning on emotion rather than facts. And that is just a red flag when you're dealing with someone who's trying to state facts in a clear Mm -hmm. manner because they're trying to make her look like the crazy emotional psycho from blank space, you know? Yeah. What's interesting at the very end of the statement, they say, we share the collective goal of giving your fans the entertainment they both want and deserve. You want to know what? Yeah. They want to give us that music because if they, if she doesn't re-record it, then they get to just profit off of it. So they right. want to they want to give us that entertainment as long as you know it's good for them, not because yeah. oh we want the we, we, your fans are our best interest too. I'm like sure, right. sure. Yeah, no, I feel I feel no sense of familial kindness from Scott or Scooter. I mean, and I don't Mm-mm. think I need to. Like they're they're no. businessmen. They have their their businesses and like. It's fine. Be business, be strategic, be calculated, but don't try and lean in on this like, oh, we're just the good guys. Like Taylor's being so unreasonable. It's and then so it's so funny to see the difference between Big Machine when they released that press statement. They kind of relied all on emotions and the those like the clickbait words. And then you have Tree, the best publicist. In the industry, if you're going to ask me, um, <laughs> just refute everything they're saying. And she she had receipts, which I yeah. was just like, okay. And she basically says that the truth is on October 28th, um, the vice president of Big Machine, they sent this um, this email or maybe, I don't know, some kind of, I don't know how they got it. It might have been an email to her team and says that, please be advised that BMLG will not agree to issue issue license for existing re-recordings or waivers of its re-recording restrictions in connection with these two projects, the Netflix documentary and the Alibaba double event, double 11 event. That that's what happened last week, you guys. Mm-hmm, and then China. to avoid, yeah, in China, to avoid an argument over rights, Taylor performed three songs of her new album lover at the event last week. And it was clear that big machine label felt that any televised performance of catalog songs, violated her agreement. In addition, yesterday, Scott uh, flatly denied the request for both American Music Awards and Netflix. And like, please notice in their statement, they never actually deny the claim. And then she said, this is also like the big hitter. Lastly, Big Machine is trying to deflect and make this more about money by saying she owes them. But an independent professional auditor has determined that Big Machine owes Taylor $7.9 million in unpaid royalties <laughs> over several years. Yeah, it's just a big but, job. <laughs> but no one's going to care about that. That's like, yeah. no one's going to care. They're going to be like, oh, but she's already so, so rich. But those 130 employees, they are <laughs> hardworking and they're, they're making ends meet. So it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, just, I, I mean, it's how really, that happened. <clears throat> it was interesting to see this, um, this statement by Tree Payne because, yeah, it was very short to the point. It was like, you know what? They didn't even address her main qualms. Um, these are the facts. You can mm-hmm. see that Taylor was meant to perform um, five songs at the Double Eleven event. Like um, the Double Eleven event actually leaked the track list like the playlist for the different performers and she was supposed to play I think Shake It Off and All Too Well maybe but she didn't she just played the three songs from Lover and so there clearly is something going on where Big Machine is limiting her ability to play old songs suddenly and so it's very very telling that they aren't addressing that part of the complaint because that's 
that's the fact. Like, that's mm-hmm. the proof of the pudding. That's that's why Taylor released that statement. It's like, yes. okay, but you're ignoring everything else. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, and we're not stopping her from performing. Like, yeah, we know. It would be all, <laughs> like, lover music, which I'm glad for, but that's what Loverfest is for. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's wild that... I mean, you can see why they dug their heels in on this performance because it's Artists of the Decade. Yeah. They can see that, oh, she'll want to play the Decade songs. We can finally strong arm her into into maybe agreeing not to re-record because of this technicality. And mm-hmm. it is very confusing. And the first night of, the, um, of this whole battle, a lot of general populations were kind of confused about it and they were very sort of anti-Taylor where they were like why is she complaining she signed up for this why if she mm-hmm. <laughs> she yeah if she sold her car she doesn't get a right to drive her car anymore type thing but I think as people have come to understand the like language of these contracts like this isn't about her masters this is about the technical jargon surrounding the mm-hmm. copycat recordings yeah and how they're manipulating it, though, too. Yeah. Like, it's so sad that she still has ties to these men. I, like, yeah. you know, I, I was like, they own her masters. Of course, there's going to be those ties. But the fact that they're controlling her for what she can even perform live, I didn't understand that that was going to be a blowback, that she would still have to get their their sign-off to let well, her I don't use think it her usually own music. Is. No, I, but obviously, it still has to go through them. Yeah. So I was music. reading about this, like <laughs> the actual language, and there was a great article on Vulture about like breaking down the legal um, language and having yeah. like a um, music uh, lawyer on to kind of explain it. And oh, so, good. yeah, technically they don't have any say, like she could perform live. The issue is that these performances end up recorded and um, shared on like YouTube or like the AMAs is recorded and not only broadcasted, but is then on YouTube. So it seems that um, like it's not about the performance. It's about the recordings mm-hmm. and that she could get around it. If say the recording was distributed and then destroyed after six months, it wouldn't count as a re-recording. But mm-hmm. since the AMAs record and distribute this content and it'll be on YouTube for however long it can be distributed to news sources for however mm-hmm. long they can lean in on that and call it a re-recording. And it's just totally unheard of, but it's technically like a loophole, like you said, where it could, you know, be justified and so that it's just like a very unfortunate highlight of like what's wrong with these contracts is that it does put the power in the hands of you know this larger company which you can see why you know they own it they support these artists but it's weird when you see it you know affecting one of the top build artists of the day and wondering how she has so little say even though she's Taylor effing Swift, you know? I know. And that's what's so frustrating about it. And that's why I was like, I just didn't think that this would be an, like a performance, like this would be an issue. But yeah. like, like, like we're talking about, is that loophole, them, try, them mm-hmm. like trying to see how they can like stick it to her. And they found yeah. it. Yeah. And then I'm also wondering, like, will we get this Netflix documentary in 2020? You know, like, is, will we get it at all? As soon as she, because yeah, like it's also the old performances that she's like. So once twenty twenty comes, 
well, all the footage she's recorded, will she own that too? Or will Big Machine own that? They probably can't use that. Because I don't think that oh, yeah, Scott and Scooter it, will be like, oh, yeah. I have- well, I think she has her own, like, um, isn't it like the Taylor Swift Productions? Like, doesn't she own that or whatever? Like, the people well, who record maybe. her. I know. Maybe. It's going to be interesting to see when it all comes out. Like, because um, that's one thing she was saying is that they're stopping her from using this footage, even though she doesn't say Scooter or Scott's name. But it's probably yeah. this. I'm hoping it's just the songs. That, yeah, I think that it's they just have the like songs. so once it can she put that like legally in 2020 can she st- can she use it <laughs> i don't know so many questions think, <gasps> yeah <laughs> i think that's part of the confusion but it seems like more and more people are standing up for taylor um and kind of coming out to bat for her yeah, because she she asked for that. So all these Swifties came out. And then the mm-hmm. person who immediately came out, I like Selena came out really like strongly, but Halsey, which yes. she's, Halsey has been really preaching Taylor. Really yeah. like, <laughs> gunning you know, for just that like lover ticket. <laughs> gunning for that lover fest, you know, that on the, she wants to perform there. Um, but, you know, I talked about it before, how lots of people thought that maybe they had, you know, issues back in Mm -hmm. you know back in the day but the fact that she came out and she was like full force and taylor's and she's this past era she's just been all for taylor and she's she's like doing the lord's work you know for feminism for the music industry just screaming everything it's amazing she like what i love a lot about it is that she after she released her statement she was just saying not only are we looking at an awful business move but this is just mean and then after that in her story, she was she was like singing along to "Mean" with Taylor Swift. It was like <laughs> yeah. really cool. I was like, "Oh, Halsey, I like you." I know it was wild to start to see who was saying what, and I mean, we'll get into maybe how Swifties react to this Ooh. sort of call to action. But um, Halsey made a statement on Instagram. Selena Gomez talked on Instagram about how. Yeah, people, like, she loves Taylor. She knows Taylor. All she cares about is her music. She just wants a change of heart for these people. Camila Cabello came out for her, talked all about how much she loves her her music and how she can't even imagine how painful this is. And it's all just, you know, public support. Like, obviously, that's all we can do because this is coming down to a legal battle between two people who have dug their heels in clearly but it's great that there's such a public outpouring of support i mean even hillary duff um shared her opinion where she said i'm glad i trusted my gut and fired him years ago she shared it but she also deleted it yeah and thank goodness for screenshots <laughs> i was like why like yes so she also obviously fired him that's great but i'm like but why did you delete it you're like Maybe is there some kind of clause in her, um, I don't, in her own contract with him that she can't say anything because yeah. she because she had yeah, all these maybe people. That's like a, because maybe that's Ariana a clause in it, yeah. I think Sco- Scooter keeps his uh, clientele under wraps, um, except for Justin Bieber, who he uses as his social oh justice warrior. But I mean, still in defense of Taylor, um, Lily Allen tweeted several times. Oh, Lily Allen. She videos. like someone. Someone replied to Lily Allen and was like, "You're only doing it because she's a woman." And she's like, "Yeah, 
I am. Like, this is a feminist <laughs> issue. This is great. Like, I yes. love Lily Allen, and she yeah. has just been – she's been going to bat. Like, she's been yes. – she has been a fierce Swifty this past couple of days. Like, mm-hmm. just, like, retweeting people, you know, just – I love doing – I love it. I love it. It's great to see all these strong women and a few men really yeah, just, just kind of, like <laughs> – Yeah, just a few men. And it's people <laughs> that she's worked with, like Joel Little, uh-huh. Joseph Kahn, Todrick. Those yeah. are the three men that I have seen so far. Oh, and Bobby Barrick, <laughs> Bobby Barrick and Perez. Barrick and Perez, yeah. <laughs> and Spencer Pratt, you guys. Spencer oh, well, Pratt. <laughs> I was wondering where he's been. But yeah, no, I mean, I think the major issue Swifties have had is that Sean Mendez, who just mm. released a remix with Taylor days before this happened, hasn't said a single word in defense of Taylor. Not even like a, not even like a casual, like, I can't say anything or like, I feel so bad. Like nothing. It's just silence. It's and because he's gone down with the Titanic. <laughs> it's, it's because he's I gone down with the Titanic. Even, That's honestly, why. <laughs> honestly, if there's a silver lining in this whole story breaking. It's that we don't have to talk about this remix. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. What about yeah. Ed Sheeran? What about Ed? Yeah. Where is Ed? His manager just responded to someone because, again, what Swifties do is just nettle people. And they've been adding like Ed Sheeran on Twitter and Ed Sheeran's manager. And they're just like, where are you? Why haven't you said anything? Where are you? Where are you? And just today, his manager responded and is basically like, just because something isn't seen publicly doesn't mean it's not happening behind the scenes. And it's like, I get that, except that Taylor literally asked for you to publicly defend her. So it's like, come on, like, unless he's out there, like literally talking to Scooter Braun in private, like, I don't want to mm-hmm. hear it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just annoying. Like, it's very annoying to me that men don't respond to issues like this. And like, yes, you have your outliers. You have Perez Hilton, who's milking this for all the retweets he can. Oh, <laughs> but- I just and then like, Joseph Joseph Kahn is always Kahn. sticking sticking yeah. his nose and everything. So like no surprise yeah. about that. But like has Brendan has Brendan Yuri come out? I know his Brendan supported has. him. Okay. And so I don't Brendan know. supported her last time like last time. Yeah. Like on he had, he does those little live videos where yeah. he like he said like F them. So I'm not even he still has a lover uh, phone case. So I'm not putting yeah. him in that boat, but I'm, I'm waiting for his next uh, live cast that he does to see yeah. what he says. <laughs> yeah, it's just sort of like unfortunate. And I'm sure it's frustrating for Taylor Swift, too, who's been liking some shady things on Tumblr about mm-hmm. men and how frustrating it is. And like, you know, it's just like it's a very mm-hmm. frustrating place to be in. And I think a lot of women can identify with this where for some reason these men who have very willingly um appreciated her instances of support like i mean even troy Sivan, who has been at multiple shows with her um ed sheeran who opened for her sean mendez who she basically like made at least played a large part in bringing him to the attention of many young girls you know Mm -hmm. it's just like frustrating that they they don't want to get in the ring it's just like and I don't know. I just find it very irritating. Not in the same way that like Swifties are like, you're canceled, you're done, you're trash. But just like this general attitude of like men's unwillingness to kind of get involved in what they view as a woman's emotional journey, yeah. you know? <laughs> like can they, they can just even tweet, I stand with Taylor Swift. Yeah. They can just, you know, tweet that. That's all. 
because we have Todd Drake who is like reshared. Like he had that whole like um, mm-hmm. on Instagram, just how like it made him so angry. I just love Todrick. Todrick will stand by Taylor Swift through like everything. Yeah. It's such a pure yeah. relationship. And then you have like Ed, who everyone thought that they were like besties, and Sean. You know, they just released the Lover remix. I'm not shocked by Ed anymore. I really, I'm, I'm not. He's in his own little <laughs> yeah. camp. But Sean, yeah. especially since Camilla released yes. like in support of them, so like they're not at the point where like oh, this is this statement's on behalf of Camilla and Sean, right? No. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. not an excuse. <laughs> not. At I know, all. and he's been active. Like Ed, people defending Ed are like he basically lives off the grid. He doesn't even get on Twitter. Like, what do you expect from him? So, like, maybe I guess, but maybe this is a chance to just have your person tweet for you, you know? Uh-huh. And so it's just sort of weird. And then you have Justin Bieber who couldn't wait to go oh. involved. <laughs> and he like he he uh, screenshot on his story like one of the most like reputable sources. You know, I go for yeah, this for sure. new source for like. <laughs> all up-to-date political information, um, celebrity (laughs) gossip, truth. Like, it's my Bible, TMC. I just go to them (laughs) for everything. Like, okay, Justin. TMZ um, posted their news source, which quoted Be It, Big Machine's um, statement, and was like, basically like, oh, Taylor Swift has been complaining and so T- Justin Bieber reposts this on his Instagram story with no comment, just to be like, see, Big Machine isn't doing anything wrong. TMZ said so. And so it's just like, sit down, Justin. Like, no one needs to hear from you. Like, you're the one who's always being like, oh, why can't we discuss this privately? I don't want to get involved. Like, I want to stay out of things. But then you, you can't he- wait. It's because he's being honest. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm. Speaking of like celebrities, I guess I don't, I wouldn't call this person a celebrity. I would call them just a verified Twitter account. <laughs> um, it's, it's yeah. Candace Owen. She is a personality. She is a conservative commentator and she has written books, but she was getting in yes. a Twitter feed with Lily Allen. And this one thing that she said, um, was so annoying. She said, one of the most toxic forms of feminism I've ever seen, using angry fans who don't know how business works to apply pressure to people who are under no contractual obligation to let you use what you sold to them. Once a snake, <laughs> always a snake. And oh my goodness. I, but Ashley, why did you like this tweet? People want to know. I don't, I, no, I didn't. <gasps> you I did. didn't like it. You did. No, the screenshots I, are out there. No, there are. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's who screenshot it. Accidentally. I think oh, you must so have accidentally liked it. I I accidentally was on um, Lily Allen's feed liking and retweeting stuff, and I think I accidentally retweeted <laughs> Candace <laughs> Owen's Shame. original one. And then I un I unretweeted it. I was like, oh, who screenshotted it? <laughs> Matt from PS You're Wrong. He oh thought gosh. you were finally betraying Taylor Swift. No. No, I was like, yeah. oh crap. I like literally, is he stalking me? Because I did yeah. it. It was like one second I retweeted and I was like, wait, I was like, no. And then I unretweeted it. So it was like it's within a few minutes. Forever. I yeah. know. It was within a few minutes. I was like, Ashley's no. Um, I'm not. Yeah. I was like on her feed trying to see what was going on. Yeah. And then now no. people are screenshotting my stuff. <laughs> and this yeah. is sad. It was on my feed at first because five of my Swifty followers had liked it. <gasps> The scandal. Oh, I know. And I was yeah. like, dang it. And then I was like, hope no one saw that I retweeted it because I didn't yeah. mean to. 
Oh. I mean, but, this is the thing that frustrates me is like, it's like Candace Owens. Like, first of all, I don't know why you're weighing in on this, honestly. Like, it's beneath no. you, I guess. But um, it's just like you're getting these half truths mixed up. Like, like this isn't about her selling her work and being sad mm-hmm. about it. And also, you're missing the fact that she wanted to buy her masters and she mm-hmm. didn't want them to sell, but that she was never given the opportunity because Big Machine wanted to use her records as leverage to get a better deal. I mean, I think it was like, I think a source had in like 2018 had proven that Taylor Swift's um, discography was worth. 80% of big machines like revenue for the year. Like it's like Taylor Swift was a huge, um, a huge point in that sale. And so Taylor Swift didn't have the, the choice to not have it go through. Like she would have not sold her car as they say in the metaphor, (laughs) if she had a choice, but Mm. they sold it and she tried to move on from it. But now they are telling her that, Oh, all those past, like, um, I don't know how to continue this metaphor, I guess, of the car, but like all those road trips you took and all those memories you had, you can't talk about them ever again because we own the car now. And she's like, you can keep the car. I just want to be able to use what I did in the car. I'm oh getting tangled up in this metaphor. You are. But the point is, this issue goes beyond the master's issue. Like this is about a very technical circumstance that they're mm-hmm. strong arming to keep her from ruining their wealth of Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's their money. She's very lucrative. If they wanted to keep that money in in house, they should have given her what she wanted and she would have stayed. Yeah. But so what do you think is going to shake out? Do you think um do you think that this will work? Do you think Oh, time will tell. To... Yeah. No, cuz these guys are being so like what's gonna stop them from like what's gonna make them right. let her let her do it? Yeah, they gave her that ultimatum. You either yeah. do A and B, you sell us, or you you don't you don't record your masters and you stop talking about us. Yeah, and you can perform. Like that's that's the thing. I don't know. I know. Uh, we're kind I kind of, of in a, feel kind like of in they, they won't. I mean, it's like great that like e news glamour everyone's talking about it but ultimately Mm -hmm. yeah it just comes down to a staring contest and whoever blinks first and i don't think scott or scooter are going to give in like i just because then they'd have to admit fault you know Mm -hmm. oh they don't want to it's just gonna be i think it's just gonna be a waiting out kind of thing she's gonna november will come and she's going to record and then they're gonna be like oh shit <laughs> I we know, have to then, uh, we're going bankrupt yeah i mean but then the question on everyone's mind is um the amas are next week and everyone's like what is taylor swift gonna say like she's gonna burn the house down you know oh she will she'll burn the house I'm down excited me too i'm excited and i'm scared yeah <laughs> she just made the amas like the most important like everyone's gonna tune in yeah yeah everyone's gonna watch it it's gonna be hot i believe that's on the 24th right Mm yeah yeah and she has like politicians Mm. talking about it um like lawyers talking about it like the industry is talking about it so she's gonna be in history books 
Yeah. She's going. Just not only like everyone's like, oh, people are going to talk about Taylor Swift for ages because she's such a profound writer. She's such a profound artist. She's such a profound this. But she is making waves politically in the industry as a businesswoman. She is like I would have never suspected listening to 22, listening to even to 1989 that she like I knew she was making a big impact in the industry just because she was such a great artist. But she is just kind of like standing up and being like, yes, I'm the man. This is yeah. what I'm doing. I believe in all of these. Like d- during Apple, like when she first came out for like the Apple and Spotify, people were like, okay, yeah. But now she's making it known. Like she's here and she's going to – she's fighting for the little people. She's fighting for everybody. It's great. Yeah, and I she's stand. fighting for herself. And I think people are like oh, – yeah. Being like, oh, she's such a victim. Like, no, oh, isn't she happy with her own like millions? It's like she is allowed to care about the – the career she's poured her life into you know like stop pretending that makes her some sort of like selfish self-absorbed brat like it's it's just bonkers to me because and it's her legacy you know yeah and it's like yes like yes the industry exists where these men get to barter and deal based on a contract she signed willingly you know and Mm. that is that part of the issue but the point is like they did not write all too well. They did not put on like the reputation stadium tour. Like they have no involvement in her creative efforts. And yet they get to sort of bully and strong arm and manipulate her to try and get a bigger deal for themselves. It's just kind of dirty and gross. And like, she gets to be mad about that. She does. And what also like, these are people talking about how like things don't change. Like, like, if yeah. you look back in history, things, like, revolutions happen. Things have to change. Like, things get better. And, like, you know, they're, I don't want to, like, relate it to, like, big, huge political movements. <laughs> but, yeah. like, we, like, even with, like, prohibition, you know, there's these things, like, laws change. Like, she is going to make, a, like, an epic journey for all these other artists because things are allowed to change. Things are, and a lot of it's with things like this um it's just sad that they're like this is how it is this is how it is but then you have to think why is it like this like things are meant to be improved and she's helping them improve and I was um listening to the day that she released this statement and yesterday to my music and change came on like this is a revolution you know these things are gonna change and that's why I was saying all this stuff I was like I was like this is definitely what Taylor Swift is going through now. Like she needs, like I was like, her old music is just giving life to You're what giving she's those doing coins now. To scooter, yeah. <sighs> don't listen to, don't listen to change. Don't do yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, it'll yeah. be interesting to see how the AMAs shake out. I will riot if we don't get a Netflix documentary about her life. Like I'm, I'm very upset about that possibility. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, something works out for that. I mean, this is clearly a big issue. Like we've been talking for like almost an hour about it, and I, I feel know. Like we could keep going. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, besides all of this, who knows what's gonna happen? But we have a lot of other opinions that have been going on this week. This is our tea time, you the guys. Tea time. <laughs> all of this drama with um, you know, yes. Scott and Scooter, and that call to action Taylor had all Swifties do, and that is. Let it be known. Let Scott, let Scooter know how we feel. Let the Carlisle group know how we feel. Unfortunately, supposedly, 
Um, Swifty Big have no Mach- chill. <laughs> yeah, they, they have no chill. And on Friday, Big Machine closed their doors for the day. We don't know when they're going to reopen because supposedly <laughs> we were, re, you know, just digging deep into all these employees and their personal information and leaking phone numbers, email addresses, addresses. And so for the safety of all the employees, they shut their doors. Yeah. Do you? I yeah, saw some tweets. Interesting. I saw some people who were like, we're going to go to a peaceful protest outside yeah. a big machine. And I was like, please don't do that. Like, honestly, please. Yeah. Like, no. you got like, it's just it's not a good look. And I think that's a problem is that Swifties, any any fan base, really, they can get so tunnel visioned that they think this is the most important thing happening in the world right now. Mm-hmm. But Taylor didn't ask you to pick it. They just, She didn't ask you to dox employees, personal information. I think the most upsetting thing I saw was that Scooter posted a in memoriam for someone who passed away. And Swifties in his comments were talking about this, calling him a rat, calling him a trash, saying like, oh, hope you're next. And it's just like, Ugh. that's not a cool look. It's just not a good look. It's not what Taylor asked or wanted and it's just like it just leads into this perception of Swifties being childish crazy people who are insane and hard to deal with so yeah it really is you know part of me is like when we kept keep on saying because we're Swifties like Swifties did this Swifties did did this I want to have like a little like you know asterisk we did not do this we did not we're Swifties (laughs) but we didn't do this but I also am wondering did is Big Machine playing into this uh, narrative and shutting their doors to being like, oh my gosh, like it's yes. it's become an issue. Like, did it really get that bad? Or are they trying to play the victim? Yeah. Are they pulling a Taylor move? It's, um, yeah, it sort of seems like they are playing the victim, but maybe they have gotten mm-hmm. threats because I'm sure not only Swifties are reacting, but like trolls, like true internet trolls who are just like, you know, monsters online might be doing some darker shadier stuff just because it's funny to them so and taylor stalkers oh yeah they might yeah they're crazy we know that yeah it's sort of an interesting thing because like first of all you had taylor swift come out with her single you need to calm down which is all about you know not picketing not going on twitter wars like just chilling out not fighting with people you don't know but then this sort of plea for help maybe has gotten twisted mm-hmm. to where people are the opposite well, of that <laughs> but she knows the lengths her fans yeah. will go to yeah it's an interest that's also like and and maybe her knowing the lengths of her fans are going to go to she knows that there's going to be a lot of articles about it there's going to be lots of attention that comes from it so that's also like these two like you know, she's going to get a lot of press from it just by releasing it, but also by everyone standing behind her. So it's kind of like, oh, she probably was torn. Like, yeah. what do I do? I know my fans are going to overreact, but I also want to have this. I want this to be known. I want to yeah. make a stride, make this big movement happen. Oh, it's I hard. think one productive thing is um, Jade on Twitter at TS Holy Ground <gasps> um, started a petition uh, asking you know, for people to sign in support of Taylor and having the right to use her own music. And that's already gotten over 100,000 signatures. And I think that's being reported on with news sites and like E! News, like everyone's reaching out to share the story of this petition. And like that is a very public 
confronting way to get attention, to show support, to be respectful to other human beings without like, you know, I just think that's more of the avenue (laughs) than just like that she was thinking, just like doing rap memes or commenting or texting Scooter on his private number being like, you're a trash human, go choke. Yeah. Um, it's funny because as soon as I saw this story, I was like, I should make an pe- online petition. And I was like, I'm too yeah. lazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm glad someone else did. You yes. Know. You guys can go and sign. Yes. Go sign, you guys. Go go follow. What's Jade? What's her? At TS Holy Ground. Yes. And sign that petition. Retweet it. You know. And also, like, tweet. I stand with Taylor. Hashtag free Taylors. Just maybe write letters to Big yeah. Machine. Write letters to, to the Carlisle group. You know, be a, be a yeah, adult. Yeah, I think it's like, exactly, yeah. Even if you're 12. There's ways to be involved. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, ultimately it is a very messy situation. And like, people will be talking about this for days to come. I think I Stand With Taylor has been trending for the last few days. And it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. We're excited. Um to see how she responds at the Amy's. Cause I think Taylor's always been very graceful and mature and has given great speeches. And mm-hmm. so I think it'll be a good, powerful moment for her, no matter how unfortunate the circumstances. Yeah. You know, I'm interested in seeing where this is going to go. She's going to be making history. I love Taylor, but you guys, so much stuff is happening. Uh, we didn't know that our episode was going to be like this. We were yeah. going to do a full in depth analysis of beautiful ghosts. But, I know, but lucky for us, yeah. you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Um, sadly, sadly fans. for Taylor. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but you know, you guys listen, like, sub- subscribe. Shall we do your usual? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can find us on Twitter at SwiftishPod13 or on Instagram at SwiftishPodcast. And of course, feel free to send us your thoughts via email, via DMs. We're at SwiftishPodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on iTunes at Switchish Podcast. Um, scroll all the way down, leave us some stars and write us a review and yeah. we'll read it on air. But until next time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And hashtag free Taylor. <laughs>